Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers <laughs> over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you, October 6, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. Let me first just say I appreciate this unbelievable stretch of amazing weather. Knock on wood, I think the forecast, at least for the next week, is pretty good. Probably means we'll just get the most brutal winter of all time. It usually levels out at some point. But in the meantime, let me just thank the the higher power above for this amazing shriek. I can never remember a longer shriek of such phenomenal weather in Louisville. It was. uh, It all changed on the first day of fall, and it's basically been seventy and sunny ever since. Yeah, but even then, before the first day of fall, that week was hot. Yeah, but but the week before, like the three weeks before that, were pretty nice. nice, You know, like kind of unseasonably hot. hot. Uh, Not unseasonably hot, I should say. But it's uh, it's been amazing. So hopefully, you've been able to get out there and enjoy it. Roush, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I was a little thrown off guard when I saw your face this morning. <laughs> what Same. the hell is that supposed to mean? I saw your face. I haven't seen your face in a while. What's wrong with my face? Well, there's no hair on it to cover it up. See your chin. What the hell's up with that? I didn't think you had a chin. I wish you had like a very pronounced cleft or something that we could just... Like, like the guy whoa. from Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. What was his cleft name? The bo- uh, the cleft, it's the chin, chin and cleft, the boy chin wonder. <laughs> Clever little name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, what if I just had a, I, I kind of have like maybe a tiny slight butt chin, but what if I had a really pronounced <laughs> butt chin? Like Peter from Family Guy? Yeah. That one's like. <laughs> that one's just a butt. Can't, can't, yeah, can't. <laughs> or something. No that, chin there. Looks like something else as well. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The UK lost, so I said I got to I gotta shave it up. In gotta swimming? Sh- got to shave it off. Got to shave it up. What's that? In swimming? I don't know. Did they? Uh, that's I. You said they lost, so I was assuming you meant something yesterday. No, I meant from yeah. UK swimming lost, so I shaved my beard of a year and a half. <laughs> no, the beard I had shaved in the summer, but the mustache had been rolling for like two years, so that's that's gone. It's all gone. 
I'm um uh, It's all gone. I'm I'm a big fan of just changing things up every once in a while. So yeah. welcome to the to the big change up. Usually you go more beard during uh the colder months, which you might go back to. You never know. But um yeah, I like changing things up. I'm probably gonna go uh naked face for a while though. Cause my my facial hair is just very average at best, very average. Yeah, just it, like the hair on my head. I I think your facial hair is better than you give it credit for. And sometimes you just gotta you gotta get like the ugly, you know, thirteen, fourteen year old stage. You just gotta push through it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let your facial hair get past that patchy phase. Yeah, you'd look like a goober for about ten days. Not really too much different than the norm. <laughs> and then you're. Maybe it. I think it'd be good. I'd like to see a little thick beard, Roush. See, that's the thing, though, is it? I just have stringy, fine hair. I think you need to push through it. Yeah, you got to push through. No, but it doesn't. Like that's what I mean, though. It doesn't get thicker. How do you know that? I've I've tried. I've done the like. You're about ready to have kid number two, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. I say, don't just don't shave. Just never shave till the kid is like six months. You know, and then see see where it goes from there. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. There is we no don't know that. You've never tried it for that long. No, I've tried pretty long. What's the longest you've you've gone without touching it? Probably two months. That's not nearly long enough. I'm saying you like. But that's I, what I, I mean. I do though, want like, to see what it looked like after two months. Like I have to at least keep it off the neck, and then then it just gets like it's it's just a lot of strings. It's a lot of strings. Are you scared to let it grow out because by nature it could? Form into a line beard, and your true colors will be shown to the world. No, oh, no, <laughs> we got him. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. All He's, of a sudden, he starts. You, you can see the, the crown oil bag. The hanging South End U of Eller, and you're going to come right out. Yeah, the, exactly. I'll have a black and mild behind my ear. <laughs> they'll, just... they'll be like, "Sir, what's in your back pocket?" You'll be like, "I don't have." What are you talking? Oh my gosh, it's a bottle of Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> just the transformation. I, I didn't put that there. That, I swear, it the transformation me. happens very slowly but surely. Uh, Scoots. How are you? What's up? How was your Wednesday evening? Wacky Wednesday. It was Wacky Wednesday. Uh, watch Survivor. That's how I got wacky. Whoa. I yeah. haven't got to see it. No spoilers. No, I'm, I won't spoil it for you, but I'm good. I uh, I wanted to update uh, both the Kentucky swimming teams, men's and women's, lost to the Hoosiers last night. So made me a little better. We can't beat you on anything else, but we can beat you in swimming. Uh, what was it? One of UK's swimming teams was really good. The women were a lot closer. It was one sixty one to one thirty nine. Yeah, so because they had the girl from Sacred Heart that was Woman of the Year or whatever. Oh my gosh, Asia Sight. What's her name? Regardless how you feel about UK female swimmer Riley Gaines and her making the rounds on political that political issue, the Courier did you see the Courier Journal's headlines? No, no, no. It was like Riley Gaines. Blah blah blah, be getting political and being divisive. Meanwhile, Brooke Forty. Oh yeah, yeah. They should be more. Brooke Forty should be more of a representative for like, swimming or something. Yeah, like, what are we? Like, where are we pulling this from? Exactly. You know, like, this, like, this, this, this is two. Yes, they're they're both female swimmers. The comps kind of stopping in there. That's exactly. I mean, really, like, that's where it was. It was like, like what's a, who's another female swimmer we can pick? Oh, what about Pat Forty's daughter? He, she's kind of. Popular around here. People know her. She's Curry. also much better than Raleigh term. Gaines, too. Uh, I believe so. I think she's like an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, and yeah. Raleigh Gaines was was not. Yeah, she was, She's good, but... She was a good college swimmer Yeah. who I, thinks, yeah. 
Here, I have a question before we get into the news of the day. Because obviously we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Will Levis. What? Yep. I've got more Riley Gaines to get to. Um, I am curious, though. I, I noticed you're wearing a racing Louisville hat today. Is that a, Are you making a statement? Uh, just supporting supporting the, the supporting people. See, okay. Last night there was a... Uh, Zawad of yeah, like for, first and foremost, like whoever is doing PR for them, like I know Jonathan Lintner does, but they're definitely getting some outside advice right now. I'm sure there's some legalities too that they're, but they're also just like, dude, just say something. Well, they did, and uh, then eventually, yeah. Well, if you say something early and then you go and do a press conference, the more you hide, the worse it looks. The more people are going to criticize you because, um. The the kind of protest that the fans had last night, pretty uh, pretty big deal, or at least it looked. Yeah, again, like I, I get that the ownership groups for Louisville City and Racing Louisville are intertwined, but like the people who I'm protesting by not cheering at the game, it's like you're you're punishing a whole entirely different team. Like, by not going and supporting them. Right, right. I I get that some of the ownership at stake is similar, but by you going, not going, like, soccer fans just feel like they have to do so much. And I get it. Like, this is a pretty gross situation. Yeah, and it was cool. Like, the the, the banner they had, the signs, there was, like, there was somebody who was wearing a hat that just had an NDA on it. Or, no, it was like they were wearing a mask and it had NDA on it. So, like, that was like that. Man, that's really going for effect. However, though, I yeah, there is a lot of trickiness to all of this. Um, the, a lot of hoops to jump through, and I just like just firing a bunch of people. Does it probably solve things? Eh, I don't know. I don't think so. When I saw the that's, that's the statement from James O'Connor, I was like, "This seems like a fine cool. statement." I don't know why you waited two days to do it when you had a year. Like you knew. Like I don't care if the NDAs were signed. Like. You would think that you would have some stuff ready for the situation, for the hat to drop, if you will. I feel I agree with that. And, and, and they and like, took too long, and sometimes you wonder what what the heck's going on. But I sometimes when it, I wonder what the heck's going on, default to teams, legal teams, just being like, hold on, we got to make sure what we're saying is not going to get us in trouble or later come back to bite us in the butt. And I thought that reading James O'Connor's statement, I was like, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean. You you just they're, they're, you, you they're need to be apologetic like, and you need to you know you yeah. need to own up to it and blah blah blah. But I, my first thought was like, oh, a lawyer wrote this. Like yeah. this, this isn't really, and that's fine. That's probably what it'd be in most of those instances. I, I just I, I think this is a good opportunity in a pretty disgusting situation, mind you, to not just go get the pitchforks. Assume everybody needs to be fired that had any sort of role in Christy Holly's hiring, and let's just wait. Like this is alleged for what it's worth. Uh, Given his past history, I think it seems a lot more believable. But I, I just I think this is another time to caution patience. And James O'Connor has. Soccer in this town isn't what it is without James O'Connor. Now, that doesn't give him an immunity pass to be able to oversee crime, uh, criminal activity within yeah, his yeah. coaches and players. I mean, it really is, a, if true, just a totally disgusting situation. But I do think 
I'm not going to say he deserves, quote-unquote, the benefit of the doubt, but I think he deserves to let this play out and see see what more comes of it, what more he knew, didn't know. I mean, it, it, it seems like that that's the importance of hiring in really any sport, in any situation, or really in life. You, who you hire is representing you, your company, your business, um, your team, your sports program, and they messed up and made about as high, as bad as a hire I imagine you could make in women's soccer. I don't imagine how it could get too much worse than that. I was, you could have a coach lose every game, and it still wouldn't be as bad as what he was doing. Yep. But how much did he know, didn't know, I, I don't think you automatically get the guillotine just because you made a bad hire. Not to say he doesn't deserve to be fired. I just need to know more of what he did, didn't know, how much vetting he did, didn't do, and why we should feel confident that he can make the right hires for Louisville City or Racing Louisville going forward. So I'm not saying he's out of the clear. I'm also just saying can, any, can I think he's done enough in this town where let's hear him out or at least hear the situation out. Well, but, Although you're right, not a good start. Not, not hearing anything. Because they, like, didn't, they, didn't ta- they, they took their sweet time getting anything out. So, But I, there's more to come in this story. As I was driving by the stadium last night, I got to thinking, do you think the team ends up doing anything for maybe at least at minimum the season ticket holders that were with them through that season? What do you mean? Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like this situation's so gross that they should do something publicly for those people that stuck with them through those years. Whether well, whether those people... It's, it's nobody knew what was I, I know, going on I know, I know nobody knew what was going on, but you, there's got to be a portion of the, the fan base, the season ticket holders that were with them, that are thinking, well, mm, I wouldn't have went to any of those games had I known what was going on. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, this could be a stupid idea. I was I, just I thinking think, that I think it night. is, Scoots, because they would be more happy if they just made a better gesture toward their players. That's that's where the anger and the animosity is coming from. Yeah, um, I get that. And 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 honestly, there's going to be anger and animosity no matter what they say, what they do right now, as there should be. But you can't just keep hiding. Like the more you hide, the more angry your fans get. And uh, not not so much as a hide. More of like, a, hey, we messed up. We made the wrong hire. Here's you all season tickets for half the year, half price season tickets next year, whatever. Something. I just I didn't know if there, you all thought there would be anything or not. I don't think there's much to gain from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there and there, and, and, and that, that's another thing too is that like while people want it's such a tricky situation because you may not like James O'Connor anymore. You may not like the people in charge of Louisville City or the owner, the ownership, but. They like the NWSL is. Like I mean, it's it, big. It, it's it, a... it already almost collapsed because they were paying people through a crypto partnership and crypto, well, obviously, right, right. tanked. Like that's the that's the you you may want to send a message, but you can't. The team could theoretically get sold, and Half of the... I don't think the team would leave town. I don't think you'd have to worry about that so much. But you could get an outside ownership group that doesn't. Get, care about soccer in this city, care about anything to do with this city, just find a way that they can turn a profit, or potentially you get Rob McElhaney and Ryan Reynolds to buy the team. Oh, that could really turn things around. That wouldn't be. Welcome to Wrexham Part 2. Part 2. The, 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 the racing season. Yeah, five out of the ten teams in their, that league got in trouble for similar things. Whether it was bullying, I don't think I think Holly's was the most aggressive sexual assault. Makes stuff. you think that like if it I don't know, like is this just going on everywhere in women's yeah, that, athletics? That, that's big like, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, 
you, you don't, I mean, admittedly, you don't have a ton of women professional leagues. And one of your biggest ones, you have a sex abuse player scandal, coach player scandal. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Not good at all. So it's a tricky situation. I would just caution people, I and mean, everybody's opinion can differ from mine, but I would caution people just to maybe be patient, try to support the players as much as you can. Mm-hmm. The racing Louisville season's over, but Louisville City's having another historic season. They just don't miss in terms of being competitive and having a chance to win the championship. But they got another win last night. Speaking of scandals, I caught up on all the scandals going on last night. So I had oh, heard I had heard about the fish one that we talked about earlier this week. Yeah, yeah. I had known about the chess one, but I read more into it, so I know more about that now. And then there's a poker scandal as well. Have you all seen that one? I, I, I've, I I've heard the, loosely about it, but I do not oh, know details Roush, of the poker scandal. As, as a big-time poker player, find that story today and delve in deep. I mean, it is so crazy. So crazy. I mean, how much can you Del cheat? In, how much can you cheat in poker, though? So basically, this lady called with nothing. She had Jack High. She called on the turn. The one guy bet real big. He had a seven, but he had an open-ended flush draw, um, straight flush, straight draw. So he had so many opportunities. So she called him, and then after the hand was over, or something. No, she had nothing. She didn't have a pair. Oh. She had Jack four in her hand. There wasn't a four or a Jack on the board. So she ends up winning because he doesn't hit on the on the river. And he just gets visibly so uncomfortable, like, uh, she's definitely cheating. Because he said he's watched videos of her, and that's not how she plays. Yeah, look into it, Roush. It's crazy. But how would she have cheated? But also, like, poker's dumb luck. Well, so, exactly. So That's the part that I don't... She claims that she just misread her cards, but Mm -hmm. there is so much evidence to... We've all been there. There's so much evidence to show that she did not, or she couldn't have misread her cards. Yeah, but they're not drinking there. But then her and this guy go off camera and have a conversation. They're heard screaming at each other in the background. Next thing you know, she just gives him the money back that he lost on the hand. So many people are saying that's like an admission of guilt, but she's adamant that she did not cheat. She just wanted to mitigate the damage. Ooh, that's a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. If you're giving the money back <laughs> yeah. afterwards, then you definitely cheated. I don't. It was I don't think that's necessarily true, but you're definitely dumb. Well, and then like you had another because just by doing that, you could be a hundred percent pure and innocent, and just be like, no, I, I did misread my hand. I would have never played that card. I, I feel terrible about it. But well, that is just you almost waving a white flag. Well, then she had so she had a buddy at the table, and he came back heated, throwing on his jacket. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. They're all like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "She he made her give him the money back." And he's like throwing a fit, and they're all like, "Well, how can you make someone give you money back?" Like we don't. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I, I will say this does remind me. So like I, I mentioned like a year or two ago, but my buddy won that big uh, poker tournament, right? And like that that's his job now. He's a professional poker player. He when he plays with us, he does not like he's like, Yeah, I can't play like I normally do because you all just throw cards out there willy nilly. Like I never know what you're gonna do. Whereas like real time players, there is a method to their madness. And if you break from that, it's kind of like if you, you know, 
hit on 18 regularly or something stupid like that and buy it. Like if you go against norms in oh poker, gosh. people freak the hell out. If I'm at a table with somebody that's hitting on 18 regularly, I'm, I'm up. I'm out. Yeah, but I'm you know up. what I mean? Like if, if, if Catch somebody's at the just, next table. I, I don't know the the word, the the rules very well in Blackjack, but let's saying. say, that, you know, yeah. I know what you're saying, and I've got a buddy that is just the absolute worst poker player of all time. Like just idiotic but it honestly makes you a little nervous when you go head to head with him. Like you usually feel pretty safe because mm-hmm. he's an idiot and always just plays horribly and thinks that he can just throw chips around to bully people out of good hands. Most of the time he's bluffing, but what if this is, you know, what if this yeah. is the time he's not, I would imagine if you're an actual poker player and you play with people that are just wildly inconsistent, don't really follow the poker path, the norms, it, w- yeah. it would be, a different experience. Although you probably, and once you could figure it out after an hour or so, you could probably just take them to the cleaners if you. Well, and, to. and that's the part where this lady's a nimrod. Cause like, no, you just, you just, well, I was feeling tough, weird. Yeah. Tough taters. Well, and her, her excuse though, yeah. was he was like, well, why would you call that? He was like, I don't, I don't understand why you would call that. And she said, God, I didn't think you had. <laughs> and so that that ticked him off even further because he was like, oh, "That's not why you called." And, yeah, but even oh, even she if you didn't, though. even if you didn't think he had nothing, you could. Yeah, but a jack's kind of tough to think that even that would be the highest card. Right. I, I've I've bet on some really stupid things before. So like, and also like, does she need to explain herself? That's was my thinking. You know, like yeah, the, I you, called you, you more, lost. That's it. The more you talk, the dumber you sound. But, it goes back to our last one. But man. the video, you got you got to watch the video of it because this man is just—I've never seen somebody so uncomfortable at a poker table. He's just like looking around all nervously, like is anybody else picking up what's going on? And it's just the broadcasters are calling it out and wild, wild mm. stuff. Have to look into that. Have to look into that. Cheating is back, hot in the streets right now. Yep. Yep. Thankfully, our. You don't have to worry about it in politics or sports. Nope. Speaking of which, Tom Brady single? Sheesh, that's a big one. Is that official? No. He took family off his Twitter bio. No, that was edited. Nope. He did it and he (laughs) added it right back. Clearly. I do love how many people that got, though. Like, he would just immediately, like, I've forsaken my family. I also just love that. It'd be like, I'm only focusing on football now. But supposedly, I, it does sound like that they are going to split, though. Page six said it. So, must be true. But there's been stuff brewing for a while. Yeah, I didn't know that she dated Leo. Yeah, I didn't either until I saw um, Leo's, the graph of Leo and his girlfriends. This is the first time he's dated a woman over like 23 or yeah, 26 or something kinda, like that's, that. That's kind of weird. Who's Leo? Leo DiCaprio. Ever heard oh. of him? He dated Giselle yeah, when most they were of, both young. Most of the time people call him Leonardo. Yeah. Well, that's, his friends call him Leo. I'm not his friend. Who calls, who calls him Leonardo? I don't, I don't, I don't feel like Nobody I ever hear Leo. Leonardo. <laughs> I don't feel like I ever hear Leo. <laughs> I saw the movie Smile last night. How was that? Man, Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey had some of their best radio yesterday. They were just talking horror movies and like horror podcasts for about an hour and a half, and it was it was riveting radio. It was awesome. Uh, it for horror movie fans, Smile is is great. It's really really good. Yeah, it's good to hear. Uh, it, it's it's not. I, I definitely would recommend seeing it in theaters too. 
it, it was weird. We got it. I guess people just don't get to movie theaters early. That may be like something that went away. Yeah, I got. We got there. We were only like five minutes early. Like you know, it was I think an eight thirty show, and we got there like eight twenty five, and it was just us. We were the only people in there, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like whole movie theater to ourselves, and then. It's like the high school days. By the time the movie started, and then about even five or ten minutes after, the theater, I'd say, was about like 60% full. I was like, what the? That's because everybody knows how many previews there are. Yeah, but sometimes the previews are good. I like the previews myself. I'm not one that makes a point to see every single preview, but I I also just don't like being like places. uh, The last movie I went to, we showed up maybe a minute late. And there, I, I was like, okay, well, we'll be fine to get popcorn. And like, we, we weren't that late. We were getting a matinee for that Top Gun, and we showed up. The previews were already over. I was like, wait, I thought, <laughs> I thought I had more time. Oh, that is wild. Yeah, yeah. really threw me off. Maybe people's just time movie timings off right now. It was, but it was a it was a good movie to see in theaters. Just like you know, people screaming. Like the anticipation scenes, if somebody's in the background, there, you know, somebody in the theater is like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, no. that's great. <laughs> so it was like a fun. I hadn't been to a good movie in theaters in a long time, so that was fun. The movie was good. I'd compare it, and this is not a spoiler. I just think the style is if you if you took Shutter Island, The Ring, and It Follows, and you put it in a pot and you mixed it all together. I think that's kind of what Smile is like. Dude, Shutter Island, that movie's awesome. It was good. The smile was really good. I highly recommend it for the horror and even some of just like the the mental, the, the fans of the mental thrillers. Good movie. It is a little graphic. Slightly oh. graphic. Okay. Good to know. That was a nice, that, that was my Wednesday night. Not that either two of you asked Not how, too, I was, how I was doing. Kind of wacky. We, get, we had a wacky first segment, but. Uh, it's all Will Levis talk after this, baby. Oh, yeah. So don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call, the latest with Will Levis when we return here on KRC. I will go ahead and tell you all the music today is Pretty unusual for my what I normally play, but it's good. I think it's all good music. Well, we're not off to a hot start. <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio ninety six one FM fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. He does play great music most of the time. Text into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let me know how great this music is today, because I know there's a portion of you all out there that have been waiting for a day like today. We love Thornton's. Pop into a Thornton's, not just the text line, the actual physical location. Get yourself some breakfast. They got fresh fruit. They've got donuts. Get some for the office. Maybe it's somebody's birthday. Ooh, I got a uh, message this morning on my Thornton's Rewards app. Free you- coffee Thursday. Getting a free coffee today from Thornton's. Yeah, download the app. They do fun stuff like that. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo. Kelly Leo, as he goes by to his friends. <laughs> and Alex Cupper. I mean, nobody we calls pre- him Leonardo. Oh, I had a texter agree with me on the text I line. I actually kind of agree with that most recent text. We don't normally jump ahead on the text line unless we really, really like you. Uh, so congrats to this texter. But they said, Leo, I hear the cool kids call him that, but do people say Leo DiCaprio, DiCaprio in the new movie? No, they say Leonardo DiCaprio is in that new movie. That's right. That but is kind of true. They, don't, they use him, they, they say Leo as a singular, like <laughs> Goldmember, but they're like, 
Leo. I agree with that as well. But when people are talking about They don't hey, call him just Leonardo. They don't. You wouldn't so, just leave that by itself. Nobody Scoots. would say, like, have you seen the new Leonardo movie? I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't hear We're Leo. just going to take the draw on this one. I've always <laughs> seen the Donatello movie. Also love that we that we were like, hey, it's, you know, it's a big kind of sports radio day. You got We got Scoop to talk about with Will Levis. I tweeted out, you're going to want to listen to KRC tomorrow. Tweeted that last night. Roush said, we're going to get into it. And the first 35 minutes have just been gobbledygook. <laughs> I mean, it's been as summer radio as you could get. But that's the way we kind of format our shows. We like to get let people wake up we gotta let the engine start we can't you, you gotta have a little bit of radio foreplay you can't just dive right into the meat and potatoes of your topics vince is not very happy now sorry vince we can do the meat and potatoes what's vince not happy about he just said 30 minutes in no of us all tom brady and oh i thought you meant the big dog oh no no not vince mero oh vince mero's doing fine doing just fine um and i'm doing just fine even yeah. though I was a little upset, nothing really nothing makes this old man more crotchety than like news happening post nine p.m. Because um, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed early tonight. Instead, my mind's just racing for two hours. Um, but yeah, we found out last night. Uh, the bear Chris Felica said uh, something along the lines on on a Twitter space that um, Will Levis's status is up in the air for Saturday's game. And uh, the line ha- is falling um, like crazy because a gambling group got a hold of this information. Free, so free falling. Then my boss uh, Matt Jones tweeted out, "Well, Evis is questionable um, for Saturday's game. We'll see. Questionable, I think, is the wrong word. Questionable is." Closer to doubtful. Like if you put, well, it depends if it's NFL questionable or college questionable. NFL questionable may as well just be a that's a, true. Howdy, howdy doody, you're playing. It pal. used to be probable, right? Yeah, they got they went away from probable mm-hmm. in the NFL big time. Where it's now, now everybody's just, just questionable. In like ninety percent of questionable people play on a weekly basis in the NFL. Yeah, in college see, questionable is more actually questionable. Like we don't know if you, <laughs> you see know? probable in NFL, it's likely like twenty minutes before game time. Probable in NFL. I don't it really know why has gone away, though. Yeah, yeah. For sure. and doubtful. They used to have the different degrees, but yeah, you're right. Those have gone away. Doubtful, you can basically guarantee they're not playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Probable, you can guarantee they are playing. And then questionable, again, I'd say 9 out of 10 questionable players usually play. But Will, he got hurt So if he's not questionable, safety. what is he? Well, that's uh, that. I'm operating under the assumption that he just took the week off of practice and he's playing. However... Um, I was talking with our pal Jeff Drummond yesterday. Um, About the Steelers stinking again? Nope, nope. Um, just generally speaking. And I, I didn't go to practice, but, you know, we peek our eyeballs in. We see some things. Like he noticed, oh, there's DeAndre Buford starting with at right tackle. And he's like, oh, there's Will Levis in his uniform. So Jeff was operating on the assumption that he was, play, that he was practicing yesterday. Um uh, Matt and Ryan said he did not practice yesterday, but I don't know if that was new information or just what they heard early in the day, um, that he was walking around in a boot and taking some time off. Uh, But he hurt his ankle on that safety play. Molly McGrath reported it. We all heard it, but we were a little too preoccupied with his fingers going sideways. Uh, So, yeah, he's got a bum ankle right now. Not not ideal. Not ideal. Especially the meat and potatoes of uh, the schedule. 
So is he going to play? I think he's going to play. I'm actually more emboldened by – I was not going to – like this was a total stave away for me game, right? Kentucky kind of struggles uh, after Mark Stoops' losses. They've had losing streaks in every single year he's been there. Um, they're reeling physically, especially you're, you're going to be playing a new right tackle, right, whether it was Wallabaugh or DeAndre Buford who started in that first game of the year at right tackle um, after Jeremy Flax suffered a hamstring injury. So you're, you're a little banged up. Um, physically, I was a little worried when the number fell down. I actually think Kentucky's more or less likely to lay an egg if Will Levis isn't playing. They're going to be on Howard. Isn't playing if if he isn't. Um, I think they'd be on higher alert and more on top of their stuff. If you look from an actual nuts and bolts perspective, I don't think this was ever going to be a big Will Levis game, regardless if he was playing or not. And maybe that maybe he does play, and they just put him in shotgun, or I, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know from that perspective. But if we just remove Will Levis from the equation, let's 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 entertain that thought for a second. Kentucky's South Carolina's run defense still stinks. Will Levis has nothing to do with how bad they are at tackling running backs. That's good. They stink at it. They rank 111th in the country in EPA per rush yards per temper. Like they they stink. They stink at tackling people against the rush. Kentucky's running game has not been great, but if you take away uh, the sack yardage, like so, whenever you, whenever Will gets sacked, it doesn't go against his passing yards; it goes against his rushing yards. If you take that away, you can see how the actual running backs have done. They've gotten better yards per carry, yards per game, every single game this season. Now, Rich Scangarello, he said on Tuesday that he is, he feels like they're they're on the verge of clicking. Now, Rich. I, I got to put this out there. I I still can't tell whether or not he's feeding me crap, right? Because I've only known this guy uh, for a sure, few months, and I, I can't read through his BS that well. Um, he's dismissive of, of, of some stat things where I'm like, okay, Rich. Like, yeah. But in this case, I might be willing to see it and to say it because it feels like they had more holes. They've got Chris Rodriguez back. And I go back to last year how it took – the offense five six games to really start humming. Like they showed some flashes, they made some big plays in that ULM game. Right, we had the long Wondell Robinson touchdowns, and we thought the offense was fixed. Turns out it was just some big plays. They weren't completely fixed by then. They didn't turn into what they were until about week six. So I I think maybe that's a part of it. And and the other part too. Well, I'm not like even if Will isn't playing, I don't get the sense around there that there's any sort of panic. Like, oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to beat South Carolina. Like, TJ, flag football quarterback TJ should be able to beat South Carolina. Thank you. Kentucky has superior talent to South Carolina. And if Will Levis isn't playing, I don't think there's any chance that they come out sleepwalking against this team. Uh, That, okay. I mean, that that logic checks out. Uh, Not news you want to be dealing with, regardless of if UK can still win, should still win. Uh, it's obviously serious enough where Vegas is seeing a huge impact regarding the news, so there's obviously got to be something to it. The the uh, other thing I would add, too, in this game is that if you're freaking out about this Kentucky offense, the defense in this game, I, I can't see South Carolina score more than 14 points. I'm going to play the opposing team total under. I don't, I don't know what it is, but they have – they're not a good offense. Brad White has a good defense. When Jacquez Jones went out, 
Lane Kiffin schemed up a couple things to get his guys one-on-one with D.R. Jackson. Two plays, kind of big, but D.Jack had a nice PBU. Went well um, after that. So, like, I, I just don't trust South Carolina's offense at all. I trust Kentucky's defense, even if they are a little banged up. We're expecting J.J. Weaver to be back, right? I just – I. You don't have to ask the offense to do a whole lot in this game because the defense is going to take care of a lot of it. Now, will it be ugly? It might end up being ugly, and they might end up mucking it up a little bit like last year. But Spencer Rattler has been a turnover machine so far. He's got seven interceptions. I think they lead the country in fumbles given away. And um, on the other side, Kentucky, they're only intercepting, I want to say, 10% of the balls they're getting their hands on. Right, like you had that Ty Asian one. He almost caught yeah. it like a punt. He dropped it. You had a tip where D-Jack almost gets it. They're going to start when when they're that trend's going to even out, right? Like those balls that they're getting hands on are eventually going to turn into interceptions. So, just the Kentucky defense alone, I'm not I'm not worried about this Saturday. If Levis doesn't play, and he and he does, like, I expect Kentucky to win. Him to get healthy. I worry. I worry more so about like long term health. Like that. That that's the biggest thing, right? Because you need him at a hundred percent against, or as close to a hundred percent as possible against Mississippi State. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, we feel a lot better about both games if he was able to go and and both of. But yeah, th- that's a that's a good point. And this does seem as simple as you're going to have a lot of people today talk about if he's going to be able to play, if he's not going to be able to play. I think it's going to be as simple as on Saturday. How's it feel? How do you feel? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think what people may say, what they said yesterday, what they may say today, what they're hearing for tomorrow, it, it may not matter if he wakes up on Sunday, Saturday and it's super tender, doesn't feel good, even with you know some, some medicine, doesn't make it feel all that much better. Or he wakes up Saturday, yeah, you know, it doesn't feel great, but I think between adrenaline – and whatever other they whatever the other things they may give me, I can I can survive a game. But the the thing that worries me, and I don't think anybody's going to be questioning his toughness, his ability to be able to get out there and have some pain tolerance, because it's Will Levis. He'll be fine if it's a pain tolerance thing. My issue is, what's your mobility? Can you move around? Can you yeah. get out of the pocket if you have to? Because that's a really good point. People need to remember that the line, offensive line in the pass protection, could be a little shaky on mm-hmm. Saturday. It could be a little shaky in the run game, but we, I think, are assuming Chris Rodriguez is going to help that in some regard. He averages 7.6 yards per carry in three career games against them. Yeah, but a different offensive line. So it, it, maybe what we just talked about yesterday. When are we going to see Will Levis start to roll out a little bit, run more? Well, it wouldn't be Saturday, it sounds like even if he if he's able to go out there and play, probably not the game to be getting him wheeling and dealing on the ground. It just comes down to if he can if it, there's a chance with limited mobility that Will Levis wouldn't give you the best chance to win. If that's the case, then you do not need to be playing him. I don't know who the option would be behind him. Uh, I think you're seeing more people talk about Kaya yep, Sharon, Kaya Sharon. Yep. and not Deuce Hogan, which Makes me honestly feel a little bit better because I did not want Deuce Hogan to be UK's quarterback in meaningful yep. minutes, it's and I don't, perfect. I don't, and that, that is probably an unfair thing to say because I haven't seen a lot of him. But what I have seen and what you've heard, no, no, thank you. Give somebody that at least can maybe create a little bit with their legs. Liam was a big fan of Kaya too. 
what he could do throwing the ball down the field. You're right. And they also, did bring that up. is I mean, if you can just throw screen passes, <laughs> you know, like you don't, you have enough playmakers, yeah. that you don't have to ask them to do. You shouldn't have to ask them to do a ton with um, uh, with uh, not I mean, a very good quarterback. I mean, Last year, the 49ers go into Green Bay with. Very little offense outside of Debo Samuels, and they were able to get a win. This may just be a – I'm not saying necessarily an Eddie Grant special, but it's probably just going to be a grinded out any way is necessary. If we have to throw, take some chances throwing, we'll try it. But this this could be a kind of a classic Mark Stoops UK football game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, the When you brought up the mobility issues too, the thing that I worry about a little bit more than – like let's let's go back to the a similar situation. I know the opponent was different, but they had to call Steven Johnson in, right? He was gonna sit out in that FCS game. I wanna say it was Austin P. Yeah. And Kentucky's defense sleepwalks, the other team scores, first play, back up those pick six, they're down fourteen nothing. Gotta call in Steven. It's a little bit different thing because you're in shotgun and I think his was a shoulder issue too. But in that offense, at the quarterback, you could just turn your hips square up and throw, turn your open up, hand the ball off. A little bit different than what you ask of somebody going under center. So I I, I think you did make a good point there, TJ. And that's uh, I normally that do. I normally, normally Why don't you go ahead and do. pat yourself on the back, buddy? Good job. Thanks. Yeah, you did it. Thanks. Scoots, what are you thinking, buddy? I'm just out here wondering who's going to be the quarterback. <laughs> if Levis is out. Are you are you going to? Uh, we talked about that. Are you going to make uh, <laughs> a wager? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Why would you? I don't, I don't like this news one bit. No. I'm not afraid to say Thanks. it. <laughs> I still. Wow, uh, my Central Florida bet hit. When you, I left for the movies, uh, they were losing. Was, they won by forty. Yeah. All yep. right. Yep. Ooh. It's a little play money for tonight. Is Jonathan Taylor going to play? Somebody be no. honest with me. No. Is Absol- he officially He's out? out. Out. He's out, out. Out. You promise? Promise. All right, well, then it's Naeem Himes times. On it really is, yeah. Sloppy stakes. Hmm, interesting. But I actually did, like, when I saw that line fall, I'm like, all right, well, now I'm going to go bet it. So, Cats minus six. Walked it in already this morning. A lot of people last on Saturday were like, oh, this is Kentucky football. No, this is Kentucky football. Like, feeling going into an SEC game that's like, all right, we're going to bounce back. We love beating South Carolina. Everything's going to be all right. Let's exhale. Oh, and then it's, it's just like the one player that you couldn't have. You, the, the one player that – and actually, I don't know if that's 100% true. I, I guess hopefully we don't find out and won't find out. Like, who would be the most you cannot – Go it's, into this game without this player, but just any game will Levis. But though. it's probably it's, Will it's, Levis. Yeah. I mean, it really probably is Will Levis. The one player that you wouldn't want to show up on the injury report is showing up on the injury report. That feels a lot more like old Kentucky football than anything else that's happened but lately. At least it's the opponent that it is. You know, it c- it could be a lot worse. Yeah, it could be. A lot yeah, worse. but on one hand, if it was Georgia, you could just be like, "All right, rest on up." Like, you know, we knew this was going to be a tough game as is. If you're going to be 70%, then we probably got no chance. We got no chance without you playing either. So we can just kind of take our L and move on. The opponent, it is true. It's better this week than next week. I agree with that because I think Mississippi State's humming right now. And better this week than Tennessee, no doubt about that. Better this week. Would it be better this week than U of L? 
similar situations where it's like you're expected to win regardless, and mm-hmm. probably even without the quarterback, you're expected to win. But do you really want to risk it not being 100 percent in a game that we've all chalked up as to be a win? Yeah. So you're. I guess it's just the way that you look at it, but. You're right, there could be tougher opponents on the schedule, but this is one the Cats cannot give up. You no. can't you can't lose Saturday. Nope. So Yeah, and, and I like with, the way with you look at Will, it. with or without Will Levis, I still find a hard time seeing that unfold unless Kentucky just makes grave mistake after grave mistake. And if Kai Sharon throws a bad interception, then they're not going to be throwing it with Kai Sharon a ton. No, probably not. Yeah. And this will just be a fine any way to win. Could be a one point win, whatever. Just come out of the Krogue on Saturday night with a win, and, and, and nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to worry about style points if Will Levis is banged up. My prediction, not knowing anything besides just reading what you all have been reading and hearing what you all have been hearing, I think he will play. I do as well. And I think he'll look okay. I think maybe at some point, you know, he'll look a little hobbled up. They'll patch him up at halftime. He'll come out, and it, it, it will. He'll be able to do enough. That's my guess. But that's the funny thing about, like, you know, it's... What if his ankle's just, like I already talked about, what if it's just too damaged for him to be able to go? There's not enough pain meds in the world to be able to get him to go. But I, I'm taking what Roush said. It makes sense to me. He He is dealing with an ankle injury, but he was able to finish the game, and that's how ankle injuries generally work. They get worse after a couple days. We've yep. all been there. But he was able to finish the game on Saturday. Didn't look really I, – I didn't think looked bad. You know, they still were running him, even with the bum ankle. So I think you're going to see him play. It's just what he can give you, that's going to be anybody's guess. Mm-hmm. But I do like what Roush said. I think this is if – they, if they weren't already motivated and pumped up, this will be an additional way to get them refocused and locked in. Yeah, interesting, interesting storyline. Yeah, I really didn't anticipate this. Uh, On Thursday, added, too. Added you know, I feel like it'd be like a Monday or Tuesday sort of talking point, and we'd be doing it all week. But. Do we think that line continues to drop or no? No, no. Damn it. I don't think so. Now i got to make a decision. Yeah, this will be as low as it gets. I just wish I could get the hook, you know. Five and a half sounds way better. Why? That, that way you're protected from you, six. You're, you're getting the hook. It's not six and a half. It was six Actually, and a half for a while. I want five and a half. You're being greedy. <laughs> Stop being so greedy. Should we get to the Thornton's text side? I, I was thinking we take our break now, daily double. Okay. We get back in the 8 o'clock hour a little bit earlier on. All right. That works for me. And then we'll just hit the Thornton's text line, see what the folks have to say. I'm sure the folks are definitely worried. No show more engaging with the folks than ours. So we're going to come back and we're going to do that. We're talking Will Levis. We're talking UK's game against South Carolina. Don't miss hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. 
with Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen back for the second hour of our radio program. 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 Nick Roush is going to tell everybody about Shady Rays. I'm a big fan of Shady Rays. Take it away, Nick Roush. Shady Rays. They will shade those rays. They're the shadiest rays that ever shady rays. Shady rays, shady rays. Just shady rays, your shady rays, and you'll shady rays. What? Promo code Big X, 25% off at shadyrays.com. Don't send that one to Shady Rays, Justin. <laughs> Best sunglasses out there. Can't wait for the salsa readers. What, what if that's their new? in the show today. <laughs> Replacement pairs. They'll hook you up. Break them, lose them, no matter what. They ain't going anywhere. Shadyrays.com. People are going to be thinking about Shady Rays, that's for sure. That is for Shady sure. Shady Rays. We said this hour was going to be the text line, the Thornton's text line, and we mean it. Let's go ahead and get to it. A texter says, Goodman actually jumped on that Norlander tweet and defended UK, which tells you how dorky and asinine the original tweet was. <laughs> that's good for Jeff Goodman. It's nice that he got one right there. That was wild, but uh, not unexpected from the dorky national media. If I you can't get the series going again with UK, why not with U of L? I want both of. Aren't they playing Louisville soon? There's, yeah, I think. I, like ne- I think next year they start for like fifteen years. Yeah. Well, no, they so they already had a three game series, and then I think a new one's starting up next year. Pretty okay. sure, and then football too. We might have skipped one during the COVID year, if we're being honest. As long as we're being honest. I think that's an integral part of our radio show. Absolutely. Secondly, though, I know that maybe this text wasn't even for our radio show, but that is one thing about, like, the Trevor Kelseys of the world. Trevor, why don't 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 you worry about UofL scheduling big games, if if you care so much about big games? Yeah. Like, why, why, in, I don't care about, I just, Indiana, UK, it's a good basketball rivalry. That's fine. Why don't you worry about your own little rivalries? Why doesn't why doesn't U of L play Cincinnati anymore? Yeah, why don't they play Memphis anymore? Why doesn't anymore, U of L huh? play Memphis yeah, anymore? Come on. Why doesn't U of L play Charlotte anymore? Yeah. Bring back the old Conference USA games. They had some good they had some good battles back in the day. Let's be honest. Louisville will get beat by all three of them. Boom roasted. Oh gosh. They really did I, I was able to listen to a good chunk of the show yesterday. And again, the horror talk was awesome. Got me really in the spooky season mood. But they were reading their basketball starting five lineup, and you could literally hear the physical lowering of the bar of U of L basketball. I it's didn't think happening it could, in real time. I didn't think it could get any lower. But they were reading the lineup, and obviously, it's just a terrible starting five. It's 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 well below mm. U of L normal standards. Although, as of the last few years, was Mike James in there? I can't remember if they had him in there. Or Who? Not. <laughs> but Trevor was like. Arr. I don't. I think this could be seventh or eighth best in the ACC. I don't think it's all that bad of a team. <laughs> and he said, you know, maybe I'm being too optimistic. Call me a homer. But he's like, I could see this being maybe even sixth best. It's just like, oh, my gosh. First uh, off, no. It was Wacky Wednesday yesterday. That's true. I, did, I forgot about that. 
Oh, then never mind. That's, that's what it was. It was Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> that checks out now, come to think of it. Oh, it all checks out. They're going to be really bad, folks. And they did talk about, like, what happens if L. Ellis were to get, like, injured? No kidding. Day? Yeah, no kidding. Trevor's like, somebody, I mean, it's a, no, we're not asking. <laughs> it's really funny. He's like, we're not asking anybody to be Pete Maravich. Certainly these players can dribble. <laughs> 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 They're gonna have like a six-eight guard forward bringing the ball up, playing point guard, just gets picked every time. I love that line of thinking. Ask <laughs> <laughs> anybody to be Pete Maravich. It's just dribbling just a dribble. basketball. <laughs> These people have been doing it since they were four, probably. Certainly, you could do it at the college level, going against some of the best teams in the country. Although not U of L, because their schedule is horrible. But not that I care. It's their schedule. Do whatever you want with the UofL. If you want to chicken out of games against DePaul, chicken out of games against DePaul. I don't care. I don't I don't care. But there was some really quality radio. Three to six, the Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey show. Hey, y'all, I'm strictly a podcast listener because of my job, so I've been behind this week. But on Tuesday's show, you all were talking about how Ole Miss posted the Shutterstock photo of the basketball. I was at that show, so I don't remember you all talking about that. Did you all happen to see what the official Buffalo Bills Instagram posted after they beat the Ravens on Sunday? If not, here it is. Oh, and I don't know what they're talking about, but... It's in the thread, uh, and the Bills tweeted it out. Or well, is it, it that's a Raven thing? Because that was kind of funny. Uh, Kind of. Yeah, along those lines. They just were trolling the Ravens. Yeah, they just did the, that's yeah. a Raven, and it's and it was her funny. looking from that show. Um, they no, beat the Ravens, get it? No, they they did. I think they did something else. But regardless, uh, what was the stock photo of the basketball? Ole Miss tweeted that out? Yeah, it's like an old callback to an early Twitter thing that I didn't know. Very inside joke. Oh. Yeah. There's some idiot. That's mean. Call, caller named Casey who calls into Nick's ex-bosses show and is demanding that everyone brings kazoos to the Mississippi State game to counteract the cowbells. What a stupid idea. Ooh, probably a bad time to say that I've been saying for years UK fans should bring in Vuvuzelas. <laughs> I had to Google what a kazoo is. A kazoo's not going to make any noise at all. Those little things? Yeah, they don't do anything. No, we need, everybody gets get annoying. the big Vuvuzelas like they had at that World Cup in South Africa. And, yeah, are they going to be kind of a pain to carry around? Yes, they will be. Can you not drink beer out of them because you don't serve beer to the regular folks of UK? Correct. You will not be able to drink beer out of your Vuvuzela. But that's going to make a lot more noise than a kazoo. Also, imagine 60,000 Vuvuzelas at a UK football game. I just, I feel like if you're trying to fight fire with fire, you're only going to give them more credit, amplify them, prop them up. Like I don't think the cowbells are that bad. The cowbells are, are stupid and idiotic. Yeah. Regardless of where they are. But like, Ooh, I like the way you're th- isn't gonna. I like the way you're thinking. You're saying we got to go bigger. Everybody bring your own triangle to the game. You know the little ding. God, that would be annoying. Ding. I think symbols. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I get one of Lucy's first birthday presents I got her was like a little like kids musical set. It had like maracas, had a tambourine. Oh, that's great. It had yeah, triangle we got on it. Oh, yeah. the triangle? It nice. was. It had also little things that Andy plays on the office when he comes back and he's like to do ba da boom ba. Yeah, I got one of those as well. Washboard? But it came with the triangle. I, I like and it and it also came with the little symbols. You're right. Everybody bring in your own symbols, but the huge ones. Yeah, really. The band pass them out to 60,000 people. 
first downs, everybody does it at the same time. <laughs> You're telling me that's not going to make an impact? I, um, which by the way, TJ, the ultimate strategy with the music stuff, don't always have it out. So when you do bring it out, it's like a big treat. You know, it's like, all right, we've been doing the same toys for a while. Bam, music time. And then you get like 15 minutes of just bong, bong, oh, bong, bong. Yeah. 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 So if not, then yeah, yeah. Just gotta keep 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 recycling those those bad boys. I the next text says, "Well, Nick, and it just wants you to talk about Will Levis, and hopefully you can go back and listen to the podcast." Yeah, talked about it a lot, and now we're number one. Um, yeah, and that and that was the the thing that surprised me because you know I, I trust uh, our guy Jeff Drummond. He thought he saw him out there. So either way, I'm not I'm not too worried. You don't seem panicked. Sort of, no. You and, don't and, seem panicked, even if he doesn't play. No, no. Okay, I hope that should be a better, should be a good enough football team to beat South Carolina. Yeah, but the Cats are banged up, missing people on defense, missing people on offense. Probably the one of the most banged up. Let's just say Will Levis couldn't play. Although I think you and I both think that he will give it a go on Saturday. If he can't play, would that be the most banged up Kentucky's ever been in the Mark Stoops era? Between defense, offense. Offensive um, line. Notwithstanding COVID, obviously. Yeah, um, that's true. Do, 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 do. I mean, uh, it's, hard, it's hard for me to remember because, like, obviously, no, no offense to Jalen Geiger, but, like, when you think about people on the rosters being banged up that far down your list, it, it usually takes a while to, to get there, and I'm just not going to know all We're not going to take any Jalen Geiger hate on this radio show. No, why Jalen Geiger? Good, good player. Uh, but, I mean, if you do go down the list, they have had – Quite a few injuries. Texter so, says works. the dragons on the, the, uh, the dragon CGI on Hot D is much better. Hot D referring to House of the Dragon. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, ne- there had never been a text into the show that confused me more than that one. The dragon CGI on Hot D is yeah, much better. Yeah, this is a little crass, but you know how they show the dragon when it's getting like the fireball flamed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's Don't cool. you think that's comparable to when you're about ready to just rip one? Like a big fart? Yeah. You kind of like feel it brewing. In the back of your... <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a little crass. But now anybody, anytime you watch a dragon on Game of Thrones, just blow up its fireball, you know what you're going to be thinking you're about. You're going to be thinking about a big fart. <laughs> I do like that they show that, like, they kind of show it, like, building up, right? Yeah, you know it's what cool. else builds up? Sometimes they just saw it out. <laughs> that's true, the older you get for sure. A texter says, we'll quickly move on from that. TJ, what time did you go to bed last night? Twitter suggests it was a later night for you. Plumlee, I don't need you measuring the times of my tweets as a, as a standard of when I'm going to bed or not going to bed. You it, was did day, it was day night for the sports talk. It was, I, I, didn't, I did not go to the movie with, with my significant other. I went with a friend. Oh, wow. So it was just a little So Hayne is putting Lucy to bed and it, you're just going out and... Uh, no, I put her, we put her to bed together at 7.30 and the movie was at 8.30. I left afterwards and went to the movie with... I uh, had a little bro-down movie date night. Oh, What's you so tweeted wrong? it like midnight. Did you, did you kiss on the lips too? No. <laughs> Although I will say this. I, I went with my buddy Big Bag Dave and he... He was jumping like a cricket on a kangaroo. It was really embarrassing for him. Like, you, I mean, there was multiple times he was jumping like almost out of his seat. And I was like, this is a good movie. It's a scary movie. It's a good, scary but, movie. But you go. But that's a little much. No, but it's okay. Like, I think you, if you're going to go, you might as well let all of your, what, what, really exercise that muscle, right? 
if you're going to be scared, you might as well be scared to be Jesus. Because sure. when you try to like, but you ha- try to play it Joe Cool. Yeah, but you're then in a public you're place. The effect. You're in a public place. Have a little class. You're a thirty. He's like a thirty-three year old grown man. Like you know, you don't need to be like screaming. He's, yeah, he's just he's he's all into the experience. He's fully immersed himself. I thought about just leaving. I away. thought about leaving or scooting a seat down or two. Just so, like, I'm not with this guy. I know you're a big uh, uh, horror movie fan. Are you a haunted house guy? Like going to a haunted house? Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom would take us. It was like a, it's a weekend in October. Which haunted house are we going to? There was like a four year stretch where we were going to multiple haunted houses a year. Uh, since I've been an adult, I've probably only been to like two in the last ten years. I refuse to go to them. I like them. I just don't go to them the, as an adult anymore. The last one I went to was over here in Jeff, and that one was good. Um, the Industrial Nightmare. That that, that one. That was, one's not around anymore, right? I don't think so. That one. The Industrial good. Nightmare was awesome. That was a really good. Yeah. one. that was, that like, was probably oh, one of the God. best ones in the region. The, the Field of Hotel. Screams one is easy because you're out. Like you're like, oh, I'm just like the claustrophobia definitely plays a factor. If you're outside, it doesn't mess with me as much. Do you ever go to the Haunted Hotel? I'm like, what is it? It's Second right across Street? from the baseball stadium. Yeah. Churchill. Downs. That one's really yeah, good. That one's good too. Pretty scary. Like that. That you feel like you're in that house. For a long time. Yeah, yeah and it's a tiny little house, yeah. but it's a haunted hotel, so last, that's what it is. Last one I went to was Nightmare Forest, and it was on my 16th birthday, and my parents told not the people working not only that it was my birthday, but they told them my name. Oh, so God. I refused to go back after getting chased <laughs> with a chainsaw and guys shouting my name. Come here, birthday boy. I'm. It was That's creepy. So awesome. It was creepy. I'm, I'll be for very excited for they when you for life. my nieces and nephews and my own daughter will be old enough to what? Probably like maybe nine, potentially eight, nine. Maybe a little too early, but I'll be excited to go through it again with them. They do a good job, those haunted houses. What a, what a weird concept, humans just getting scared on purpose. That's very first world uh, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will pay you money to make me scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do think, though, yeah, we are in the in-between times of like, uh, you know, and that, that's kind of the joke, too, about church. You, you go to church when you're a kid, you get out, and then you have kids, you start going back to church. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, haunted houses. Uh, haunted houses in the Catholic Church. Very similar. Very similar <laughs> to one another. All right, TJ, you know what I'm not looking forward to? Probably paying full price for something. No, it's 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 takes like this from Sweeney, from like people who are like... Oh, the radio. The radio biz. Yeah, like people are just like, let's stir it up a lot. And, and am I a blue glasses guy? Yeah, sure. But like already getting the preemptive... If a UK loses Saturday because of a Levis injury, how do we talk about what was supposed to be a special season? And then he says, did Stoops let Levis down by throwing that O-line out there? Like, those are the radical, like... That's, uh, that's sports radio. I mean, that's how he rolls, that's, but that, my God, that's, I just... That's sports radio. Inch and if, if, if Kentucky does lose South Carolina, it, it will at least... M- realistically table the special season conversation. Now, if UK were to win out after that and, you know, people get healthier and whatnot, then no, obviously it'll still be a special season at that point. But realistically, it'll probably most likely, we talked about this last week, like if you lost a, or maybe we talked about it on Monday, but you're probably another loss away. Maybe you could get away with two more losses away, and it's going to change the tier of the season. Instead of like the New Year Six, this is kind of uncharted territory. You're back into, hey, Citrus Bowl territory, which, yes, we don't think UK is going to go back to a Citrus Bowl, but it speaks to volumes to where the program is, where UK wants to move past that. They want the next thing. 
And if you lose South Carolina, you're probably cementing yourself into, hey, no New Year's Six, but it could still be a 8-9-10 win season. Yeah, That'll be a little is, different than what I think some people were thinking in preseason. That's fair. But, like, the, the question, like, will this derail the special season because of injury? And it's like, well, you, you wouldn't think it would be a special season if Will Levis was too hurt to play in multiple games. Correct. Um, also, and that would be the should... caveat. Like, it was going, we thought it was going to be a special season. They lost a heartbreaker at Ole Miss. They banged, they got super banged up from that and ended up just being pretty average after that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how it works. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa. And also, Fire some. No, no. I think people will just be like, well, that kind of sucks. It was bad luck. Yeah, like, we had everything go against us the wrong time. This stinks and that's football um the other thing is too is and i go back to this you should be good enough to beat south carolina with or without will Levis. yes i i, I if you thought your team was at, good at enough, home especially if you thought your team was good enough to win an sec east one game at home without your starting quarterback you should be able to to manage i will say that while we in hour one we talked about could it could it be better if Levis was injured for another game, or is this coming at the right time? All things considered, yeah, obviously you'd want it to be a cupcake opponent if you could, if you could have your choosing. But I will say this: if it had to be an SEC game, thank goodness it's one at home. It's one that the crowd can kind of try to help carry the day. It's going to be a night atmosphere. The Krogs going to be rocking. First big home game of the year, and I think if you challenge UK fans that hey, they may actually need you. Like they, you, this is going to be one where. 14, 17 points may win it, so you got to be loud when the opposing team has the ball. I think UK fans will will answer the call if that's the case. And it uh, won't be the case. I'm telling you it's the case. It is the case. Back on the Thornton Stecks line, 502-414-1450. What are y'all's thoughts on the Denver mascot uh, making 625000 a year? His name is Rocky. Good for Rocky. I think you missed one. Let's just run Chris every single play and treat their D-line like a bunch of children. Love it. Fine by me. Um, he, like didn't miss, he didn't miss one. The text line's just a mess. Let, let's, it's, yeah, it's just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> let's let the let's also, let Chris I, Rodriguez rush for three hundred and fifty yards on Saturday. Who says no? Oh my goodness! Yeah, what, what, what's going on here, Scoots? Because we just missed like three texts because we have the Denver Nuggets mascot uh, here three times. times. Yeah, Scoots messed up. What the hell, Scoots? <laughs> What, what Nobody is gives a damn what, about how much money the different mascot what, makes. What like, is, I don't care. What is you so, can pay him that much, pay him that what's much. What's so funny about you messing up the Thornton Stacks Because every morning before I send texts over, I look back to see what you've already sent over, and I guess I just didn't see that you already sent these over. It's pretty funny. No. Just a, just a bad mess up. Do we have the Calipari clip from our radio <laughs> interview? Oh, my gosh. Just scooter dingus. I might do it myself today. Screw uh, it. I was actually talking with the wife about the mascot reports, about how like mascots get paid six figures. It actually probably would be kind of like a sucky job. Yeah, and especially for, I mean, you figure it's 40 nights a year plus appearances. That like you're, The appearances part, too, plays a significant role in this. I was thinking you're probably working at least like 40 out of 52 weekends. At least. At least, yeah. Between, like, you have to go to, like, a wedding. Probably even more, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it could very I mean, well be fifty or 45 out of 52 weekends. I mean, you all wouldn't want to do that because you have families, but 625000 for 40 out of 52 weeks? No, sign me up. 625 is different, but I think most of them get, like, 100, it's about, it's about 100. Any, anywhere to 100 to maybe 200, but most of them are around 100. I'd, I'd do that, too. A hundred, I don't think it'd be as sweet as the gig as you think. And you probably have to go to like cheerleading practice as well every so often because you're part of like some of the routines. Perfect. Oh yeah, you got to do choreography. Yeah, like Scoots, you say that, but if if you 
if we had, uh, I was going to say Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart celebrating their 145th birthday today. That's Congrats cool. to Sacred Heart. I was going to say Sacred Heart. That's a little different. We'll take it out of the high school realm to not be weird. But if like the U of L dancers said, "Hey, yeah, Scooch, we want you to come perform with us," you would say no. I was the mascot. I'd say yes. Getting a hundred thousand. But you you made it seem like. Oh, I would want to be around the dancers. I, that's not a bad job at all. Well, I mean, that's you have a to good dance. perk. You have to like learn the routine. Good thing I'm a hell of a good dancer. You're not a good dancer. I am. In uh, my mind. 100,000, you know, again, if you're saying you'd, you'd like it, you'd like it. It's your opinion. But I, do I, don't think think, it, I don't think for 100,000 it'd be as sweet as people think. Would Stoops call it a job or just a hobby? <laughs> you said Stoops. Did you mean Scoots? Scoots. Gosh. What? Synapses. Wake up. Yeah, the Scoot Henderson guy is making the name Scoot really popular. Wow. I don't like it. Oh. I'm, I'm the Scoot Season around here. Season desist. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I think we were the only radio show not to talk about Wimby Amba. Yeah, because we can't say his name. And also, like, because I don't. Like, you you want – I can talk about a Kentucky basketball schedule. You want me to talk about some dude playing against a G League team in the middle of football season? Kiss my ass. Whoa. Yeah. Everybody's saying that uh, Wimbenyama and Scoot will go one and two in the draft. Good for them. Yeah. Let's, we'll, we'll catch them in the league. Yeah. I, actually, I probably won't. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if they make the playoffs. I'm ashamed of Gonzaga basketball. Even as a UK fan, I think it was a baby move for UK to pout till they got the game at Spokane Arena. They should have been at the kennel and Gonzaga should have stood firm, but they didn't because they're cowards and they let UK tell them where they're going to play in their own city. So what you should do is cry more about it. That's all that I'm suggesting to you, Texas. Just cry and cry and cry. And maybe if you cry enough, they'll change the game back to the kennel. But what has to happen is you're going to have to cry a lot more about it for that to happen. So keep it up. Fill up your cup with tears. Keep crying and just know that UK came into Spokane and said, yeah, this arena, it's not going to work for us. This one down the road, we're going to play there. We're not asking, we're telling. And Gonzaga said, yes, sir, whatever you say. You mean to tell me that your beard grows in all white and trashy like that? Dennis Miller to Nick Roush. It's from Billy Big Blue. (laughs) Joe Dirt, great movie. I did have, uh, the beard was a, a a wild range of colors. Yours? Yeah, I get yeah. some red in my beard, and then like at the very bottom, I, w- I wouldn't say that it's gray, but you could tell that like it starts to lighten up a little bit down there, so I think that's probably where it was heading. But it was fun to take it off. It kind of came off like, you ever see where they take, like where they shave a dog, and it's just like you like a big hairy dog, and they like shave it, and it's just like a huge clump of hair, and yeah. you know, you're holding in like one thing. That was how the beard was. I just like took it off and like literally like had my beard in, like, <laughs> in my hand and just dropped it, and it all fell apart. <laughs> it was neat. I uh, my new thing now is just finding long gray hairs in my eyebrows. Oh, yeah, and not, picking them. Not great. I'm not getting great them in my little chin beard. Not we, good. I've got some really disturbing news, and I'm obviously joking because I've got a smile on my face when I say it. But it actually, I'm not crazy about the news. Uh, oh. You ready for it? I don't know if I am or not. Pelotron to cut another 500 jobs and last bid for turnaround. Chief executive says company has six months to prove it can survive on its own. Yeah. Wow. Why, why are they hemorrhaging money? 
So when they say survive on their own, it means like, like what another person is buy Apple them? going to buy it? Yeah. Is Google going to buy right, it? Because they got all the subs. But why can't they make money? How can they? How well, they is it because they're they aren't producing enough stuff? Because yeah, they just aren't selling enough bikes. They 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 really probably stretched themselves out during the pandemic because they were rolling in bike sales. And then I think their idea was bike sales aren't always going to be this great, but with the subscription based model. We'll be okay. Yeah. We won't have to survive on bike sales. But bike sales just, like, nosedived. Like, nobody's buying them anymore. Mm-hmm. So it, subscriptions aren't nearly enough to be able to... Wait, wait, hold up. Do you mean there was an exercise fad that came and went quickly? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. Never, never could have seen that coming. The Pelotron treadmill didn't change much. And then they're actually coming out with the Pelotron rowing machine, which somebody told me that, like, that price tag, I think, was had a three... Before three other digits after that three. So four-digit number that begins with a three. If that's true, that is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Rowing, heck of a workout. Yeah, but that's still an insane amount of money for a rowing machine. And I know rowing machines overall are pretty pretty expensive. But that also goes back to, like, why would you spend that much money when on that in your home when you can just go to a gym? Like, that's the whole... Well, if you're rich. The rower's priced at thirty-one ninety-five. Crazy. You must. Ha- you'd have to really love rowing. <laughs> <laughs> really have to love rowing. PJ Flack is going to buy one. <laughs> also, this, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just have that in everywhere and around the facilities in Minnesota. <laughs> <They> just. <laughs> I do. Speaking of the hotel business, I saw Hilton partnered with Pelotron to get all their bikes in their hotels. Who cares? That's the wrong age. Oh, you're a high, you're a Hyatt guy. Hyatt. Oh, not a Hampton. Uh, no. Have you been driving oh. the shuttles yet? Uh, not yet. No, I haven't. Haven't had an opportunity yet. Do you have to get your CDL? No, it's a little Ford Escape. CDs? Who? Did everybody check out the Wave Three story on? Yeah, on, uh, yeah, that was awesome. That's pretty cool. It was cool. Fifty-six years in the making. Ken gave him like three minutes too. That was a long story. Normally, Mm -hmm. those are two tops, maybe two and a half. Wow! Ken gave him the extra sixty seconds. He got an extra thirty or sixty seconds. Yeah, but Trey Ryan, senior offensive lineman, and just all around stand-up. You you know know what's going to happen, TJ? What? Manuel's going to beat Saint X Friday and then lose to them in the playoffs. Uh, Feels like that's going to happen, right? Well, they're probably going to lose on. Friday too. Oh, so, wow. I mean, I'm just being just being honest. But that was cool. I know that probably made the boss man pretty happy. Yeah, Manuel Sanex, big game on Saturday. Turns out he Friday. learned everything he he knows from not his dad. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's that's basically the yeah, whole, the whole story is definitely did not get his talent from his father's side. Yes. All right, let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the text line. we got a few other little tidbits to get to on today's show. It's Thursday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back. Roll Call. Back on, we'll take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. Headstrong, we're headstrong. Back on, we'll take you on. Headstrong to take on Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call, presented by Salsarita. So good, even Walker and Roush. He will sing it. Salsaritas. <laughs> a fresh Mexican groove. <laughs> <laughs> Download the Salsaritas mm-hmm. app before, and when you scan it, they're going to give you 
money back, entrees, all sorts of good stuff at Salsarita. So download that before you go. That's more like it. Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about. Loving that Salsarita. And you save us a little time. That's right. We can do a, a – I mean, that was the ad. I think Roush nailed it much better than his Shady Rays ad he did earlier. <laughs> Salsarita, 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 Salsarita. 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 Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Remember them for catering. I'll be using them for catering this weekend. Very excited about that. I'm excited for you. Because that means after the party, Roush, so guess who's going to get a million chips for like the next two or three days? I'm, I'm actually angry at you now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, You're a son of a gun. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah. Well, you, anybody can do it. Salsaritas will cater for Ooh, you as well. Instead of a cake, you just give Lucy some hot queso. It's <laughs> <laughs> not so funny. It's not funny at all. But I told you that I wanted it's, to do a Packers theme party funny. since Green Bay's playing in London Town at 930. Yep. On a, Sunday? Lunny Town. I really did want like a cute little, what are they called, smash cakes that yep. the babies have? I wanted a cute little cheesehead smash cake. It would have been the cutest little thing. Instead, she's going to get like a pumpkin, you know, because it's fall. Mm. That's what you do. No no smash cheesecake for TJ. Missing out. Although the cake wouldn't actually be a cheesecake because we can all agree because we're adults that cheesecakes are gross. Horrific take. Disagree. Yeah. yeah. That is a terrible they have take. A hor- they have horrific taste. I nope, agree. That's a horrific I agree. taste. I got uh, past an Oreo cheesecake over the weekend. Oh. Oh. I've had Oreo oh. cheesecake. It, sadly, Oreos can't even make the cheesecake better. I think we all agree. You just don't need to be putting cheese in the cake. Have you ever had a chocolate cheesecake? Uh, probably. Life changing. Not sure I can. Have you ever had a. Is it the consistency or is it the flavor? No, it's just the flavor. No, yeah. that, that TJ doesn't like. I don't. It's the flavor. I, and I've had my fair share of cheesecakes. This isn't like a intern Jacob with salsa thing where you just, I can't even get, lo- I couldn't even get through without laughing. Just a reminder for our listeners, our intern that we had over the summer, great, great fella, except he's on the outs because uh, he <laughs> totally left us high and dry in the pick segment. But he had never tried salsa. Don't think he still has. And he, like, he was I don't a senior know. in college and he had never tried salsa. He goes to Mexican restaurants and when he sits down, he doesn't just eat chips and salsa. That's great. What a maniac. Really is a maniac. There's no other way to describe it. We should have kicked him out the building right then and there. Seriously. It had been like uh, when they used to throw jazz out in the Fresh Prince. But I like, you know, I try, I've tried cheesecake. I'm a, I'll, I love dessert, so I want, it, I want to like it, but that's that's near the bottom of what the I, dessert What I really right. like, it, Scoots, is when you get the little cheesecake squares where they've got a bunch of varieties. <laughs> oh, and yeah. you get the graham cracker. I really love the crumbly bottoms. Because it's got the, it's kind of like pie crust, but no, Grammy. Oh, yeah. This was another thing that you really embarrassed yourself on Tuesday. Pumpkin pie, the goat pie. It's uh, the best pie. Speaking of great crust at the bottom. Oh, man. You get the mushy pumpkin pie-ness, and then you mix it with like the kind of the crunchy crust. What I like is just just creates a wild flavor and and experience. I I eat the crust by hand with the last pieces of pumpkin pie. I'd rather have. I don't blame that. That's a normal thing, I think. I'd rather have a chicken pot pie than a pumpkin pie. I mean, just unrelatable things. (laughs) Yeah, like here's a hot meat pie. I'd rather have a new new car than a hamburger. No, but pecan pie and cherry pie, both way better than pumpkin. Uh, Oh, get out of here. Pecan pie is the best pie pie. there is. That's embarrassing. Apple pie is number two in the pie rankings, if you were wondering. Good old apple pie. Do you like your... See, my thing is I like a lot of crust, and sometimes pecan pie, you miss out on a lot of crust. Yeah, but you get the crunch from the pecans. Oh. 
I point. prefer my pecan crunch in a derby pie. I like derby. So it's pie. a little bit less pecans. A little derby derby pie also above pumpkin pie. I need to. I haven't had a good derby pie in years. I need to give derby pie another shot, another I, chance. I really they look. They look really good. Except I only see them like twice a year. It really like. is despicable how much homemade pie and ice cream kitchen is just. They are, they rule that copyright with the an der- iron fist. The dirt they have the best derby pie in the city. No, like they they have it's either it's I think it's homemade pie and ice. No, it, it's it's one of these bakeries owns the naming rights to derby pie. So even when we went to a wedding, they had like a recipe. They had to call it like a may pie. Wait, people were they're so terrified to even print derby pie down because these folks rule with an iron fist. Huh. Yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, I don't think it is uh, homemade pie and ice cream. I think it's another one of these places on Bartstown Road. The pie right. was created at Melrose Inn of Prospect. Well, the, whoever has the copyright now, they are they enforce it. But a good derby pie does always look enticing. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, it's chocolate and nuts. It's awesome. Great oh, combination. Oh, nuts. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I don't even know where we're at. Scoots has ruined this. Um... So well, we got to Kirby's Leo text. Super so gloss over that because we read it earlier in the show. Coming back from that first break, I legitimately thought, what the hell am I listening to? Just stop it, Scoots. That was the Kirby text. Kirby's putting his name at the front now. Oh, So Kirby okay. is giving Scoots Kirby. a hard time about the music. That's fine. Somebody's always – that's what I've figured out over doing this show over time. Somebody's always going to be unhappy with my music. Well, Billy so, Big Blue says he actually got happy when Word Up came along. That's right. Word Up. You Good forgot. job, Scoots. There you go. Industry people call Robert De, Nier- De Niro Bob, but if we do, we sound like a douche. That is true. They do. I've heard of that when they'll talk about Bob. Nick's former ex-boss says if Levis is out, Kaya Sharon is likely to start. I think Levis will play, and I'm more surprised by the Sharon over Hogan news. What's the deal with Hogan? He's just not. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. Yeah. Would you feel any differently about Saturday if Bo Allen was still around? Nope. I, don't, I wouldn't really either. And people I, may say, well, like, look, he's doing pretty well at I mean, Tarleton. He, he's an air raid quarterback. Like, in that, that's not, I mean, he, he'll be a fine air raid quarterback, but he's like an air raid system quarterback. Suits his style of play. He's not a drive the ball down the field. It's let's throw short intermediate passes, good timing routes, stuff right, quick reads, get it out of your hand fast. Like, that's what he's good at. That's what he's going to excel at. Um, and I actually think somebody else is going to bring up Bo Allen later on in the text line, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. My South Carolina group chats were nearly unanimously disappointed that Levis might be out. View him as much more of a weakness than the run game. Yeah, it's kind of weird. South Carolina fans have – their screws are all sorts of – So they want Levis to be out. What? Or don't want Levis to be they out. They don't want Levis to be out. That's, they want, a, that's a wild They want take. Kentucky to throw the ball a lot against them. Because their running defense is that bad. That's how little they think of their running defense. Man, that's really dumb. That's like your South Carolina group chats are filled with uninformed Ooh. sports fans. I, I ask them what they think about their offensive line, too. Because I'm sure they'll have similar opinions that Kentucky fans have to their offensive line. Kai is rushing for 180 and three touchdowns on Saturday. Check it out. That'd be cool. He just has to, like, whoever the backup quarterback is, whether it was Hogan or Kaya, if they have to play, which, again, go back and listen to the podcast. Kentucky Roll Call goes 7-9 to nine, Monday through Friday. Replay the show 
on the station, 1450 AM, 96.1 FM from 9 to 11. You get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. We both think, again, that Will Levis will play. But if it's kind of going out there, you only need to be able to make a few throws. Keep a defense honest. Maybe take a shot in one-on-one coverage. Trust your wide receivers to not let it get picked off. Just run a go route, Barry on Brown. And then besides that, yeah, if, if if you can use your his legs to your advantage, that's a that's another good that's another good weapon to have. This is an offense that tries to confuse and trick defense, misdirections, fake handoffs. You get a play action here and there. So bring it on. Those are things that I think. He him if he can run, and as Roush mentioned, there are multiple people in the UK football facility that have spoken highly of him. We still want Will Levis, but if it needs to be Kai Sharon, I think he can do enough. Or at least I'm telling myself that. Levis or not, if the line gets below six, I'm hammering it. I just I just don't understand the below six. How many five point games do you see? Do you just want? Do you just believe that Kentucky's going to win by six? Maybe they just want to be having a winner at six instead of a push at six. Yeah, yeah six six has push written all over it. Yeah, but a push isn't a loss, yeah. right? But you don't want to push. That's not. We're not gambling to push. You know, okay. better than losing. Well, um, yeah. That's true. Better but than losing. I'd rather have. Yeah, yeah. Bo Allen has looked decent at Tarleton. If Hogan doesn't play over Sharon, I'm really questioning why Allen left. Um, and they just keep asking these Bo Allen questions. Who does Kentucky have planned for next season? Is that crazy of an idea that Allen could return after a year using FCS to get reps? Yes. Has he looked good enough that you'd want him back next season? Uh, no. no. <laughs> that's 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 the part that I'm trying to convey is that Hogan and Sharon might have been similar in the fact that like like they're both big guys with big arms, pro style kind of quarterbacks. Bill Allen's an air raid quarterback, and he's doing just fine where he's at. Yeah, I. I, I I, I I'm not I may not be doing a good way to describe it, but like Allen excels with timing routes, quick stuff. Um, whereas this offense is a little bit different. It's longer developing. You got to be able to drive the ball down the field, and they had enough guys when Hogan and came in. Right, they had three. So I, I don't think it felt Bo felt that a necessity that he had to stay in case body started hitting the floor. And Texter, we appreciate you texting in. Who does Kentucky have planned for next season? It'll be a transfer quarterback of higher caliber than Bo Allen. What and, if it's the guy and, that's and maybe, starting for Alabama this weekend? Whoa. Could be. You never know. Roush throwing out some names. Bryce Young's out? Where are you, Ben Scoots? Missed There's a lot that. of quarterbacks that are banged up this week, yep. Scoots. I didn't see that one. A lot of them, yeah. Milrow is going to be starting at Bama. He had uh, some good long runs last week. More of a runner than a thrower. Texter says, John here. It's John. Hey, John. Good morning, everyone. Okay, I believe Mr. Levis will have a great injury story game this weekend. This will really boost the public opinion of how great of a player he is, just like when we talk about Kurt Angle and how he won a freaking gold medal in the Olympics with a broken neck. We talk about it all the time. We will do the same for Mr. Levis. He will throw 275 and four touchdowns and be victorious. So am I crazy? What do you all think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Would yeah, be pretty hilarious. We, I think if we've been did. pretty clear, John. We think you're crazy. <laughs> you're eating brains for crying out loud. Can I just say that anytime he sends a text that says, What do you all think? I just think back to Roush with that news story. Yeah. Roush hates Every it. Every time. Roush hates it when people ask what people think. Well, what do you think? In a collective. 
Especially on social media accounts when, like, <laughs> the whole point. I hope you're right, John. And, uh, again, Will Levis is a tough guy, so we both think if there's a chance that he can play, that he's probably going to do such. Texter says, should just bring cowbells and use them while Mississippi State is on offense. It is still just – it's where I mean, we got all next week to talk about it, but it is just wild in the year 2022 – Mississippi State's still allowed just to bring in artificial noisemakers. I mean, they're going to be allowed to, to help, to help perpetuity. Their, to so help their like, team. Just get used to it. It's just dumb. Like, you know. This is what they've always done. I don't no, know. there's some things in, in the world and society that they've been doing for a long time that, that probably should be changed as well. Mississippi State being allowed. Really, that's what opposing teams should do. Just bring in air horns, have like a ton, make it such a issue that they've got to do something. They don't really bother me. I've gone to more probably Mississippi State games than maybe any other SEC team not named Tennessee. So I've lived with the cowbells, but they're just—I I, don't—I just feel like if I was a grown adult and I was like, "Oh, oh, honey, where's the cowbell? No, not the maroon one. Get the white one. We're on the road tonight." I'd feel like a loser, a bigger loser than sports fans hey, already are. College football—it's weird. It is weird. The kazoo idea was originally pre-show Billy's idea from last year. He even brought a ton of them, and surprisingly, he still has them. (laughs) (sighs) But the Mississippi State game was on the road last year. How about 55,000 whoopee cushions that everyone tries to (laughs) tap that perfectly? (laughs) On the opponent's third down snap. False fart on the (laughs) offense. I love it. You could have Carl Nathy in the box be like, everybody, third down, blow into your whoopee cushion, and a collective. Instead of the coal whistle toot, it's just a <laughs> toot. <laughs> <laughs> you do the blue white chant, so it's just kind of an ongoing chamber of farts at the Krogue. It's not a bad idea. Both those institutions have traumatized thousands of children, so you might be onto something. Oh. Haunted houses in the Catholic Church. See, yeah. we, we put the low-hanging fruit, and our textures don't disappoint. Great joke. The Bears said that Levis was out on the Twitter space. Um, no, were you listening to the Twitter space? Because Jay and Lyndon was the guy who said that he did not say he – Oh, gosh, now I feel like let, I'm playing just, a game of let, telephone. Let's finish the text. Okay, okay. Also, multiple reports that Levis did not practice yesterday. The red seven jersey Drummond said he saw was most likely scout team for Rattler, who is number seven, and scout team does match number of key opposing players. Seems questionable on the side of doubtful for how this info has unfolded. So this texter saying, based on everything we've learned, it seems unlikely that Levis is going to be playing. That's your thought. I, um, the... The bear, I don't think, said that he was out, but he's heard that he might be out, which the might be is a uh, operative word in that sense. I need a drop of Scooter saying I like to be the best at my job every time he blatantly screws up. <laughs> this this one wasn't all that egregious. It just made it confusing on the text line. That's it. Yeah, the listeners didn't really get to see behind the screens. I, I just loved all the time Scoot says, well, for being honest <laughs> – it makes me just think that he's lying anytime he doesn't say. Anytime Scoots doesn't preface a sentence with, if we're being honest, just know he's lying through his Hoosier teeth. Yep. That's pretty accurate, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> I thought you were selling me a bag of false goods again. Uh, Texter says, Pelotron is like $1,500. Absurd. You could get a nice above-ground pool for that. Am I right, Roush? I don't know. I don't know how much an above-ground pool costs. You got the backyard for one, though. Eh, it's too small. 
Yeah, that makes it better. Then you can kind of build a deck around it, and then yeah, but then there goes your yard. Well, yeah, yard. You don't have to cut it. Yeah, no, less yard work. You gotta have yards so Duke can run. Last night we just ran around. Like he just wanted to run. Did a lot of running last night. Good. Wear him down. Wear him out. Mm -hmm. Who's watching him when the baby comes? Uh, my parents. Will. That's gotta be. We're in the hospital. Yeah. Anyone notice how the city of Oval just smells bad? Not many. People are talking about it, but it smells. Yeah, and it has something to do with the lack of rain, um, from what I read from. Yeah, I saw that story. Yeah, um, I forget. I forget where it was. Maybe WFPL or something. But yeah, it's um, lack of rain, and so it's the, and it's the smell of sewage, which is also gross. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not great. This is the list. Cherry pies. Definitively number one, and I have stats to prove it. Not a fan of pecan, pecan pie, but I understand the merits. However, pumpkin is great and blueberry is underappreciated. He's got cherry at one, pumpkin at two, apple at three, pecan at four, blueberry at five. I've never had a blueberry pie. Same. I don't think I'd be interested. Strawberry pie, I'm a big fan of. Blueberry strawberry feels like pie. it would be, yeah. I don't think I've ever had strawberry pie. It's really, it. there's not a whole lot to it. It just tastes good. Sounds, strawberries. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Strawberries and crust with big, a little bit of jello-y filling. Goo. Jello? Yeah. I mean, you use the jello packets to make it. My my mother-in-law makes it every year. It's strawberry picking season. So I'm out. Like in August. <laughs> Scoots is out. Out. Oh, wow. Out. All right. You're not eating jello in a pie. Roush, what do you think about? It's not jello. Damn it, Scooter. <laughs> You, they use that Jello stuff in all sorts of things. Nick, what do you think of Scangarello not doing any check at the line audibles to get the right play against the defensive set? Seems like it would help on some of the sack plays. How do you know that he's not doing that? Yeah, Texter. How do you know he's not doing that? Like they're not doing the college look at the sideline thing, but like you've seen Levis barking stuff out and talking pre-snap. He could be changing plays. Do they use an earpiece at all in college? Nope. Which is really stupid. It's actually one of the dumbest things ever. When you're like, oh, well, equal fair play costs money. You, 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 are they going to be able to afford it at 130 versus one? Yes, they can. It's college football. I don't know why they don't have that technology. Stupid NCAA. Really, really dumb. Roush is fired up. I don't know what, what it was. I like it. But he, he's turned a corner, folks. Don't get in this guy's way today. Levis, injury, South Carolina, blah, blah, blah. I'm just sitting here waiting on another Scoot Stephen Avery impression. You don't get that today. <laughs> it's getting worse over time. No, I, people who think that I you're think actually kind of, yeah, you're, you're really honing like in on it. fine one, really aging one. Well. I'm, I'm off today, so maybe I'll just go home and practice for hours on end when you're I golf, nail it. I just say when you're on the golf course, you only talk in Stephen <laughs> Avery, and then you'll really master it. Oh, shucks. Slice that one. <laughs> Fall. Jeff Goodman's tweeting about G Herbo at, um, what do they uh, call the it? IU Hoosier Hysteria. Oh, that's tomorrow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You fired up for that? You gonna head on up there? No, I'm not. I gotta. I'm calling a high school football game. Not hysteria enough for you? No, I'm. I was. I was big on hysteria back in the day, but yeah, no anymore. No, I, I needed to go back to nighttime. Is like, it? No, it's like probably five in the afternoon if I had to guess. What's the best time for a G Herbo concert? That's I've that's true. Always heard that. Pe- people have said that. Yeah. 
All right, let's uh, predictions for tonight. I, I like the Broncos to cover. It almost seems a little stinky, though. What's the spread? Yeah, you could have Jonathan Taylor not playing for the Colts, and they're only three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road. So Broncos suck. Three-and-a-half, and Vegas is trying to get you to bet the Broncos is plus 100 at three-and-a-half. So Here, it's probably going to go down. Here's the deal. Probably going to go down to three. The Colts have not been running well this season, even when Jonathan Taylor was in there. And you're bringing in Naheem Hines, who is a he's a serviceable backup, sure, but that running game is just going to continue to struggle tonight. I'm a sucker for juice, so I'm on the Broncos, and yeah, I'm still like waiting for too. them to figure it out. But I'm I'm starting to think I'm just wrong. Like I just, yeah, I agree with you that they're just not that good of a mm-hmm. team. Yeah, I can't trust either team. They're having terrible coaching, like play clock management. Russell, eh. what's the over under? It's a number. Oh, yeah. I, I made the mistake of falling for Russell Wilson hype in the preseason. And I'm, Same. Yeah. I did, too, and I haven't uh, I haven't given up on it he's yet. He's been which is so dumb. bad. 42. Oh, it's definitely going under that. Definitely? Scoots promise? I mean, bro- Broncos Scoots, will you pay even... out everybody's bets if it doesn't hit? Absolutely not. Scoots. Absolutely not. You're rolling If, if I'm being honest, I am not paying out their bets. <laughs> so don't take the under. I would take the under. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you heard it here first. Scoot's going to pay out your bets if it doesn't hit. The Colts couldn't score against the Jags, and the Broncos haven't scored more than 23 points this season. I'm down to sweat out an under. Why not? Yep, I'm in on it. I'm going under. You better bring some cash tomorrow. (laughs) I'm not. I'm being honest. I'm not bringing it. All right, look at us getting out of here early. We hit the text line early. We get out of here early. Look how that works. Wow. Everybody have a great Thursday. Oh, we got one more text. Of course, Scoot's not sending it over. Damn it, Scoot's. And no, it's because it, it's your freaking brother who sends in eight texts at the end of the show every day. What a dingus. That's not true. Come on, Johnny. Just send them earlier one 8:55 time. 8.55 is within the two-hour window. It is. it is. A picture. I picture Scoot, but I will say this. You got to you, – come on. You're, proofread your text messages. <laughs> I picture Scoot's with a six-foot putt saying in Stephen Avery voice, this is good, eh? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Jonathan, I stuck my neck out for you, and once again, you've let me down as a brother. (laughs) Just disappointing. It's good, eh? There you go. There you go. Everybody have a great Thursday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I will take the Broncos and the under. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen.